0: Howdy, 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 folks! Welcome back to this episode of Hoot and a Half. I'm Matt King, and I'm Mike Sheffer. And on this episode today, we have the lovely Natalie Maru-Nuenda. <laughs> how do you say her last name? I think name? It's Maraduena. Oh, is it Maraduena? Yeah, but her Instagram is Natalie Noel. She's so very ambiguous about her name because it's Natalie Noel, but on her Instagram, like name, it says Natalie M.
1: Yeah, she... I don't know what. I don't know how people know her. I mean,
0: well, Natalie, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I got your last name wrong. You don't say it that much, and none of us really say it so pardon me for mispronouncing it but i'm so excited to have natalie on she's like a sister to me and i'm really happy that she joined us today and it's a really great conversation i hope you guys enjoy it she has a lot of great stories to tell she's an incredible woman talk about the highs the lows and everything in between and also i just want to add thank you so much to everyone who has been listening who has followed the podcast and who has shared it with all of your friends it really means a lot the tweets the instagram story mentions I see it all, and I just want to thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please leave a review. Share it with your friends. Um, the support just means everything in spreading the vibe. And thank you once again for listening to Hoot and Half, and enjoy this episode with Natalie Noel. Maradona. <laughs> uh Test one, two, three, four. I'm looking at an image of bedazzled fries.
2: Hi, I love being here, and I love smoothies
1: okay that was natalie and this is mike hi mike hello mike are you gonna sit on the floor
2: yeah
1: okay
2: i think i might change positions halfway through I don't go know.
0: for it i mean whatever makes you comfortable Nat- natalie that's what makes me comfortable you know
2: <laughs> thank you matt thank um, you
0: um for- thank you so much for joining us natalie you are our first morning guest i mean it's like <laughs> 10 a.m but this feels pretty early and <laughs> we may like this
1: uh, time of day to start. It's a little, definitely a little bit different to do this, like, first thing in the morning versus after a full day.
2: That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, we do ours at, like, midnight, so... Maybe yeah, so
0: podcast. I hope maybe the juices are different. Maybe they are better. um But thank you for joining us. You are eating what looks like a delicious breakfast.
2: Mm-hmm. I just chugged my smoothie. My mouth is like frozen. I feel like I can barely talk. It's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's going to be numb <laughs> for how cold it is. <laughs> and
0: wait, what's on your arm right now?
2: I just went to the doctor and got some blood drawn, making sure I'm nice and healthy.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I, it's been a while since I've had my blood tested. Have you had your blood <laughs> tested
1: recently, Mike? I think the last time was the last time I went to my pediatrician before I turned eighteen was the last time I had any sort of medical exam. That
0: was the last time. Yeah, Mike, you probably <laughs> should get your blood tested. I'm healthy. You think so? What type of blood are you?
1: Does anybody know that?
0: Um, Matt,
2: know? Matt would definitely. Well, know that. Well, I know I'm not <laughs> O blood. Right, I know that too. I don't know. I don't know my blood type.
0: Though. Yeah, I think maybe Have you ever
1: like, looked at a chart of what the blood type flow is from like, who can accept, who can receive. You need like a PhD to even understand how to like, there's so many different variables. If you're O positive, O negative, AB, AB positive, AB negative. Like,
0: but can't, if you are O isn't O the one that can blend with any other type of blood that's why it's, it's such like a the ve-
2: universal
3: yeah blood it's, type.
0: A, it's a universal blood type i'm I, I, pretty I, I sure have no idea look at us just a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to medical science <laughs> yes, <Informity exactly>. natalie. <laughs> yes, talking about things we do not know about anything about yeah natalie are you having a good day
2: i'm having a great day i love i love getting my shit done early in the morning
1: are you a morning person
2: Um, I wouldn't say I'm a morning person. Uh, I guess like I'm becoming a morning person. I definitely was not before, like in, you know, in college and things like that. But recently, just because like David's not up yet, it's ten a.m. David David doesn't get up till like around Uh, noon. So like eight a.m. to noon is like Natalie time. Like I can do whatever I want. Go to my doctor's appointments. Get my smoothies. Come do podcasts. Work out. Just do whatever the hell I want. It's really nice.
0: And then once the beast awakes, then it's like go time. Mm -hmm. Then it gets crazier
2: then the whip, the whip cracks and everybody <laughs> has to, I'm just kidding. Um, and then everybody has to just, you know, we're just all hands on David, you know, mm-hmm. he's wanting to make TikToks. He wants to brainstorm shit. It's just whatever.
0: Does he usually tell you what his plan is the night before to give you a heads up? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like,
2: you know, David enough to know that. Absolutely not. It's probably Natalie
1: <laughs> explaining to him what <laughs> for the millionth time, what the day is going to be. And right. just him not listening. But. Yeah.
2: In- I've always
0: wondered um, from your side as being David's assistant, now like his top, top assistant, because you guys have two that new people working <laughs> under you. It's like its own mini company. Uh-huh. Um, are you, like, What is your process every day? Are you waking up to a lot of emails or has somebody filtered those emails down to you? Are you having to sit through a whole bunch of texts coming in, mm-hmm. or like, are you sitting down at a computer
1: answering all these calls? Is there like office office hours, Natalie?
0: Yeah, because I mostly just see you on your phone, you know, handling stuff TCD. here and there, <laughs> being on the phone talking to people. But you go away. You really don't like bring a, a call into right, 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 like the the environment. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean. David has his own email and I have my own email. So, like, at this point in the game, like, but I, when I first started, I used to be on, you know, David's email every morning and checking through those. But now everybody knows, like, don't even bother emailing David. Just email me if you want to get an answer. So, So, I don't really check his email anymore. That's more of, like, a Taylor and Ella thing. And I just do my emails. I wake up to, like, a shit ton of texts every morning. And... Like I don't know, just go through it. Do you answer <laughs>
0: every single one?
2: I am that person that like I can't have that you know, like like David has a little blue bubble on his phone of like three hundred unread texts yeah. or emails oh, yeah, or I'm whatever. The same way. I'm not like that. I have to I have to at least open it and answer every single one.
1: Oh. inbox zero is zero. Inbox zero, yeah, always yeah. I, i'm not a believer in inbox zero i know but when, something like, they're also the group chats can get that can like really elevate really quickly you can have yeah. like 600 messages just from one group chat right and when then do, if you once you open that up then that drops significantly but
0: when <laughs> does the new iphone update come out in the fall oh mm-hmm. i can't wait for like the pinned text yeah. messages at the top that, what
3: they're doing no.
1: with the iphone no you can go ahead. You, or no, you explain basically it, like in your text messages in the app, you can have up to nine like favorites at the top. So if you ever need to like reference someone quickly, you can just tap the top nine. And then also in your group chats, you can reply to someone directly and you mm-hmm. can like mute yourself in the group chat and you'll only get a notification if someone like tags you in the group chat. So it's more like Slack or like an email. It sounds so much more organized because I it just is. had
0: my birthday and I love getting messages from friends on birthdays. It's so sweet and awesome. But now my inbox is just destroyed.
1: Yeah. or Everything's lost. And all like your recent to, like, yeah. contacts are just pushed to the bottom and it's like, oh my God, I haven't texted my mom back in three days. Because yeah, yeah. you have 800 birthday texts <laughs> that you have to get through. So.
2: You know what I really love to have in text messages, just like email, is like, mark unread. So like, I saw your message. Yes. I don't have an answer for you yet. I'm going to mark it unread and come back to it. Because they I always, I always get lost. and don't then they I feel terrible. That, Not for text. Not no, for text. That's
1: a very good point, Nat. You ah. can't do that. Once you Even if you accidentally open it, now it's like, okay, I want to come back to that later, right. but you can't.
2: Yeah. I always, I think about that a lot, like every day.
0: Welcome
1: to our tech podcast, <laughs> everyone. <you> <laughs> um,
0: uh, so, Natalie... Um, you were born in Chicago? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: We're starting from the beginning here. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Let me tell you my life story. Um, yeah, I was born in Chicago, born and raised. Um, go Cubbies. And that <laughs> 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 was like the most Chicago thing Is I that a say. real
1: thing? Do you actually care about them or that was just like... I mean,
2: I like not currently, but like I definitely grew up. Like my, my dad, um, my mom grew up in the suburbs, Vernon Hills, where I live with David or next to David. And my dad grew up, I grew up with him in uh, Wrigleyville, like literally right down the street from where the Cubs play. Like I have a little brick outside the stadium. It says my name and it says Natalie Mariduena loves the Cubs. No way. Whoa, how do you have that? Because um, there there was a lottery system for it. So like my dad and my uncle, the day that it happened, they lined up for hours outside of Wrigley. We lived right there. So they just woke up and went and they waited and they got like a lottery number and they were able to get the brick.
0: That's awesome. So you didn't have to pay for it.
2: No, I think you had to pay like 500 bucks or something Oh, okay.
0: For it. Yeah. Usually you do have to pay for something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. But that's still really cool. Why didn't yeah. we go see it when we were... We were right outside this stadium
2: during I, like
0: um, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a fun thing.
2: I know. I I mean, I've seen it. Like I go to visit it a couple of <laughs> times. And it's funny because they, they just redid the stadium. So like all my family, we had all of our bricks together.
3: Oh,
2: but now they redid the stadium, so they had to. They you know they took up all the bricks and they moved them. So now everybody in my family, like our bricks are all around in different places. They're not together anymore. It's kind did, of funny.
0: Did they contact you and let you know where the new brick is? And whose job is that?
3: <laughs> Having to <laughs> reorganize all these bricks,
0: contact the and, families, yeah. let them know their new position. Yeah. Um, I would love to do one of those like uh Crayola like rub-ons that you have when like on a brick, like you like get a piece of paper and get a Crayola and like.
1: And then it's on the brick permanently? Or no, it's... then it's
0: on the piece of paper. Right, and it's you just know like, what I'm so talking it makes about? a print. Yeah. What do yeah, yeah. they call this? Like a little etching.
1: Like a stencil?
0: Kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, have... <laughs> I cannot understand. <laughs> well, that's cool. So you have a brick there yeah, outside of Wrigley Stadium. You're growing up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Did you move around a lot?
2: Um, No. I mean, my dad was in Wrigley, and then my mom was up in Vernon Hills, and that was just kind of like the thing. I remember like, my, uh, for a long period of time, because like they were divorced, so visitation was kind of funny or funky. Um, where I would have to spend, you know, my dad picked me from school on Friday, and he would always, to beat rush hour traffic, he would always like pull me out of school like a half hour early. So, oh, I, could get, so, tight. <laughs> so oh, I could get, so I could get on the,
0: nothing
3: better. My than mom hated
2: death. it. She was like, you're not allowed to do that, blah, blah, blah. And he would just come sneak me out, and then we would beat traffic and get down to the city quicker instead of waiting three hours in traffic to get downtown. Um, but then on Mondays he would have to like do my hair and take me to school, and I had to wake up at like five a.m. to get to school by like seven or eight or whatever it was, and it's just so funny because like there's pictures of like my mom, you know, getting me ready for school, like the perfect tight pigtails, mm-hmm. and my dad doing it, and it's just like such a dude, Just has no <laughs> idea. Um, but I don't know, that's good. That's great. Yeah. And
0: you went so. So you grew up in Vernon Hills and then you met David when you were in middle school or high school?
2: In middle school. Yeah. In middle school. He, I feel like he's told this story a couple of times, but he moved, his parents were looking at a new place to live. And it's funny because actually David, when he first moved to Illinois, he moved to Skokie, which is a town. And my mom and I lived in... Like, we lived in Skokie at the same time. Right before I moved to Vernon Hills, we lived in Skokie for just, like, a little bit of time. And David was also living in Skokie and then moved to Vernon Hills. It's, like, a really weird coincidence. We guys didn't know each other. No, we didn't, we didn't know each other then. But then um, I moved to Vernon Hills when I was in, like, first grade or kindergarten. And he moved to Vernon Hills when he was in, like, fourth grade, I believe. And then... All the kids in our neighborhood all hung out because it was like this townhome complex. Everyone's homes like face each other, like mm-hmm. you're very close. Um, and but I was kind of like the loner kid. Like I would just like stay in my room. I didn't like go outside and play with the kids when they were like running around. Like I just like kept to myself. And um, I remember walking home from school, and he he moved to the neighborhood. Sorry, he, backtracking. He moved to the neighborhood, and he saw me getting my mail in our like community mailbox and he was like who's that girl she's so cute like, <laughs> my hair blowing in the wind cute like sexy soundtrack
3: um <laughs>
2: just kidding but and then it wasn't for like a couple years i don't even know because like our our townhomes were li- are literally connected to each other like i don't know how we didn't meet each other sooner like i, I apparently i'm just that much of a I, at least i was that much of a loner that i just literally didn't meet him but it took a couple of years and then in middle school we were walking home And there was always this group of kids that would walk home together. And I would just walk home by myself. And then one day they were just like, hey, you, you know, just, you know, calling, whatever. They're like, why do you walk so fast? Why are you walking by yourself? Just like, you know, picking on me, trying to be funny. And then from then on out, I like just walked home with them every single day. And that's John, Reggie, Mike, Alex. Like those are all my best friends. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. And then the friendship Blossomed more and more into high school. You guys are like hanging out every single day, all the time.
2: Um, I wouldn't say like I mean, so middle school, like I didn't really hang out with them. like I had a completely different group of friends inside of school, right? And then I would walk home with them. Oh, so your Sounds...
1: after school friends? Yeah. yeah.
2: And like I didn't, I didn't really hang out. Yeah, I would just walk home with them, and we would get up into trouble or whatever, and um, like hang out outside or you know in the parking lot or whatever, <laughs> um. But yeah, I had a completely different group of friends inside of school. And then when we got into high school, I don't know, like they, they, they were all boys. I was the only girl. I was the only girl. So it was all these boys and I was just the girl hanging out with them. And so they would just do boy stuff. And I just, you know, I had, I like went and did my girl stuff. So they would like, I'd walk home with them and they would all do their own thing. I play video games and, you know, whatever weird shit they got into. (laughs) Um, But then I would go hang out with other people. But yeah
0: you had you went to college you had plans for college mm-hmm. um you played soccer what
1: <laughs> just just that's such like a bizarre like picture of natalie like going to class picking Go- her courses getting it's- the instructor like
0: you were what a psychology and environmental studies major yes
2: matt king bravo Bounty double bounty major points.
0: or double major wow yes. saving the world the environment and how we think <laughs> and my
2: friends yeah <laughs> very admirable
0: um what was your desired career path
2: um I actually went I was home like a month ago for my sister's birthday and I was hanging out with Reggie my best friend at home and he I hadn't been Lake for I went to college like 20 minutes from home right on the lake and he, I hadn't been to Lake Forest in like so long and I was there every single day every summer it's just like such a crazy thing like it's like it feels like a different life like Mm -hmm. college natalie and so i went back and i just like drove through campus and like to the soccer field and like to my friend's old homes and apartments and stuff and it's just like so surreal to see because it just doesn't even feel like like i've changed so much and become like a different person like it's just a different life um in the past couple years but i don't know sorry what was your original question (laughs)
0: Would you want to be when you oh, grow yeah, yeah. up? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
2: um but basically I I went to school, my dad's in pharmaceuticals, so he always pushed me down like the pre-med path. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, That is not your calling, honey. Like you do not want to be taking bio and chem and all this other, you know, shit. And I did it for my first year. And it was hell. Like I, I, I'm not a person that wants to go sit in the library and study for hours on end and do study groups and all that stuff. Um, make
1: flashcards and yeah. memorize formulas. I miss, formulas and- I miss yeah.
0: that. I miss like being given a prompt and having to like challenge your brain on like to absorb a whole bunch of information in a short amount of time. Those yeah. are what I miss. I just miss the structure and like the less ambiguity. Yeah. Um, of our days <laughs> that right. we live in now but uh continue though
2: i had taken all those science courses and i was doing an environmental science minor already so i was like i don't want to keep taking biochem physics all this shit so i decided just to switch over to psychology because a lot of the courses kind of cross over but it's a little bit of an easier like social science you know yeah. it's just oh yeah it's more easier to comprehend um and yeah and i just kind of switched over i don't really know what my intentions were going to be after college which is why i'm so thankful david was like hey come work for me and i was like hey okay but yeah i don't know like when people ask me like what would you be doing right now i really have no fucking clue what psychology
0: I'd doing. environmental studies like i'm thinking like like an animal therapist or like a <laughs> I mean, a dog <laughs> medium well, of like some sort literal that, meaning yeah yeah, yeah. and um, when David started hitting it big online, were you surprised or not at all? Because he had already had that spark in him of being a total class clown and quick right. and creative into making his content.
2: I didn't. I knew that he had like he was an internet person. Like he was doing YouTube and somehow monetizing from it. But I never understood what that meant, and I never like really cared to look into it. I was just like, oh, cool, whatever, and. Then when he moved, when I he, he bought his house and I came out here for the summer for like two weeks to decorate it with Reggie. I
0: remember that, yeah, it yeah. was like the first time we met. Right, was then. The first time I met everybody mm-hmm. from here.
2: I remember I went actually I was at Bellingham. You guys were having a pool party the day that we got in. And I was like, this is your life. Like you were all just like hanging by the pool, drinking. <laughs> like I was so I was so confused. Just like I I didn't understand it, and I think like. I think there's a lot of people in my life now, or, you know, when I go home and things like, it's just so hard for people to understand like what it is we do and how it's an actual career.
3: Right.
2: Um, but I saw that you guys were having fun and I didn't really have like anything, you know, I didn't have anything really to do. And that was when David had asked me like, do you want to be my assistant and Liza's? I was actually supposed to be their both of their assistants. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah which I think was David's idea. He was just like, Oh, like Natalie's capable. She can just do it for both of us. (laughs) But like in the grand scheme of things, I would have never worked out like having to run to one person just can't run both of their lives. They're both so important and busy. And, um, but I took the opportunity and then it came out here and thankfully I did. Um, I think he was getting like one to 2 million views per video at that point, which is crazy to think about. But, yeah, I don't know. Like cuz I never I didn't understand. Like I just cause I, I it's hard for me to comprehend what 1 to 2 million people is. So I don't no, yeah, get it. No, yeah, that
3: makes
0: sense. Uh, being like a person who's separated from it it just doesn't seem real but we're more like immersed in it so our perspective is different you were
1: still in college when he invited you out here that that time
2: Mm -hmm. he wanted me to drop out just like he did and I was like I cannot do that were you gonna try to
0: get like credit for it as a a signed off internship that's (laughs) what
2: I did that's how I so I, I just I doubled up on credits my first semester of senior year so that I could just move out here and all I had was two credits and I took a two-credit internship with David Dobrik, LLC.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Double D, LLC. And did you think it was going to get as big as where it's at now? Or Um, did you have expectations like, oh, it's just going to kind of stay where it's at. I'm going to be David's assistant. This is just going to be a thing I do for work. You didn't see it becoming the the creature it's become today.
2: I definitely saw potential. Like once I was in it and like fully trained on like what he, like the capability, like what he could be, be capable of. And like, I I knew that he was t- once I was, <laughs> it's hard. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I, I never, like, I know David's hilarious, but I honestly, when he told me he wasn't going to college, Like I just thought he was going to live in Vernon Hills for the rest of his life, work at the retirement home. Yeah. Like I just didn't, I didn't, I definitely didn't think he was going to be some fucking superstar like he is now. (laughs) And, but then once I was out here and like, I really started, like I came into it like really quickly. I feel like I wrapped my head around the concept pretty easily, which is kind of weird. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He's going to do this and we're just going to do it. Yeah. And I feel like that's how I take on everything that we do. Like whenever we come up with a vlog idea or we're filming things like things happen so quickly that you just don't have time to process like how insane or immense or whatever it is that you're accomplishing you know it's just right. so quick
0: and there's such it's such a mess right there's and- such a mess and like you're after- the one it all falls on. <laughs> and it all came down to you i remember when you had just moved out here and david was starting to do bigger and bigger more elaborate stunts it would make me sick to my stomach sometimes going over <laughs> there going, oh, my gosh, poor Natalie has to deal with all of this. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. I yeah. can't. Um, but I really admire that you are like, bring it on. Let's handle it. Next thing. Move it on. Mm-hmm. You, Was there ever a time where you wanted to throw the towel in? Oh my or God. snapped at David, like, bro, I cannot do this. Of I cannot course. continue.
2: David and I, I mean, like, we bicker all the time, like brother and sister. But there's definitely moments, and I think there there was the only mutual moment that I can that I can really recall was like I think early 2019, like a year ago, there was like a three-month span where we just like fucking hated each other. Like we were working together, we were getting shit done, whatever, but like in the back of my mind i wanted to quit in the back of his mind he wanted to fire me and like we both like after the three months of us just like having this passive aggressive tension we like talked it out because I, we just got in a big fight like we were just you know whatever we were arguing and we talked it out and we'd both been feeling like the same things but we weren't talking about it because him and i are both the same way or we just don't where you know suppress the emotion and stuff and it is really funny because like we both felt it but nobody said anything <laughs> right and um but then other than that like i mean we always get out of it you know yeah
1: back then you were also doing what three plus people are doing now right you were doing like at the very highest level of managing these million dollar things and Mm -hmm. then also just like cleaning up after him when he (laughs) shoots people with a paintball gun and you're like Uh okay let me clean it up right now and it's just like you you come a long way
2: right yeah that's really crazy i can't even like poor taylor (laughs) because <laughs> it's i mean she she's a lot more hands-on just because i could never i mean as much as i cleaned up after him and like would make things for him and get things for him i could never like totally fulfill like that motherly role just because he's my best friend and i don't yeah. i don't I just can't position myself to be that person precisely
1: cut up watermelon into bite-sized cubes. Yeah,
2: fuck no. I cannot, like, I just, go pick up your own shit. Like, I just can't. I can't do that. But Taylor is so motherly and so patient and so caring. And she's like, she's so great at her job. So God bless her. You you, you guys
0: really picked the perfect people for the job. It's almost like you watch a really good movie and the casting in it is incredible. And you guys really picked the right people to work for david and you know there's so many people who reach out mm-hmm. through every avenue of the vlog squad being like i want to work for david i want to work for you mm-hmm. um what qualities did you see in taylor and ella that you knew that they were perfect for the
2: job um with taylor i remember because we hired her like almost a year ago now and i remember I needed help with David's surprise birthday party that we were doing, the golden birthday party we threw for him last year. And I was trying to, you know, throw on this big party and coordinate all these different things. great party, by the way. Oh
1: yeah. That was a, that was like a bar mitzvah. Brock (laughs) Hampton showed up. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Wow.
0: (laughs) That was like great party. And there was like an ABBA cover band.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was a stage. There was golden balloons. There was a, a wheel of games. We oh that's break. right we had a snake there
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: that wasn't like an event
2: right so it was a little challenging for me <laughs> to
1: put together and it was like on a tuesday night the day before you're like everyone buy gold today <laughs> and i feel like
0: the band didn't start until 11 p.m <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I thought we were getting shut down like right when the first song played so oh but that was God. taylor's like first that night was her
2: first like trial thing and um, she had been recommended to me through a friend and she just, you know, she had just graduated. She wasn't working or whatever. So she came to help and I was just sending her, I was like, get this, do this, do that, run this, do that. And <laughs> poor girl, like I just threw her through the ringer cause I was trying to get this shit done. And, but she pulled through and like, we got it done and um, we were looking to hire and she had, you know, she just, it was like all just the right timing, the right things like fell into place and she was super cool. She was from the area. She knew people. So like when we, I was trying to get things, she knew people that could coordinate and do it. And um, she had been working in PR, like at a PR agency, like during college. So she had like a little bit of experience. Um, and then Ella used to work for Casey Neistat, who you guys had previously on the podcast. And she, she was basically coordinating everything at 368, his company in New York. And she was just really she's very um like mature and Mm -hmm. independent and resourceful and eclectic yeah and just cool Like she's a cool fucking girl yeah and great style and and she can dance (laughs) she's got moves. she is like great with her
1: feet she can do the tiktok the tiktok yeah the the tiktok trio natalie taylor and ella she (laughs) can do
0: that cool uh tiktok dance where you move your feet like you kind of angle them one way it's like almost like kind of like Pigeon or not pigeon toed. How would you say like penguin feet or you kind of just go You just kind of like you know, swish them out, in and out. In and out. Yeah. She's very good at that. She's
2: great. <laughs> Multi-talented Ella. Yes. Um, but she just helped us with so many things when we would come to New York. Like whether it was getting a blade to get to JFK, like a, one of the helicopters yeah. or getting cars or finding restaurants. She was just very resourceful. Mm. And that's, like, more than anything, like, more than, like, your college degree and whatever other things you can put on paper. Like, being a smart person is what gets you the job at the end of the day. And, like, Mm -hmm. she was really smart and we could trust her. And that's also more important, more than anything, is trust, obviously.
0: So, it has been better having two extra hands uh, supporting David. Totally. Um, But do you ever, like, just cry out of the stress of it all
2: (laughs) i don't cry i've probably cried like twice maybe but um i remember like i remember when i first started the job i was in a relationship with my college boyfriend and long distance is tough like i don't recommend it for anybody Mm -hmm. and And especially like when you just try like something that works so well in one environment and trying to like transplant it and make it work like forcing it to work in one way it's just like it's not going to work out and that was like really hard like trying to keep a relationship and also keep like you know david happy my relationship happy that was like that brought on some tears but like other than that it wasn't like you know it wasn't like the job was so stressful i don't really think it's i think there's stressful moments but but then you know you there's days when there's there's not much going on, and there's days when there's a shit ton of stuff going on. You just it's kind of like a balance, you know.
0: I hear you out. I don't know why I asked if you cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just like concerned because you never know like Do you cry? how stressful it gets behind closed doors, you know. And I think you're a saint, and you work very very hard, and you have just this incredible invisible magic wand, <laughs> and you make things happen, and it's just. It's really cool to witness, and um, it's really awesome to see how much you've grown. Thank you. Hope you're enjoying this episode. We're just going to take a quick break to give a word from our sponsors.
1: And now back to the episode. Do you think of the Natalie Maraduena story as, I don't know if this is a TikTok thing, but like, do you have a main character perspective for where you see yourself going? Or are you still very much in the mindset of like, this is David Dobrik LLC and mm-hmm. you're a part of that machine? There is obviously a Natalie and you have your own skills and dreams and hopes and stuff. Do you right. have that like in the back of your mind, in the front of your mind? What does that look like for you?
2: Yeah, I think... Um, I've always, like, I think the David Dobrik train is a very large train and it's something like the projects that he works on, things that I like help him create, like I, it's my favorite thing. Um, but I do like, you know, I have grown my own following, so I love doing my own independent things too. Um, but I definitely have the mindset where I'm like, I'm like David's right hand woman, you know, and like. And I, like, I think I have, I don't know, I think that there's a lot of, like, respect that comes with that. Like, I love being, I love when we go into meetings or we go into pitches or whatever the heck we're doing. And, like, I'm that, like, one woman in the room that, like, knows more than, like, half the men in the room. Like, that's, like, a very empowering feeling for me. And, like, that, like, another man is relying, being David, is relying on me to be, like, a spokesperson for him and like convey his thoughts and his creative and things like that like that's a very empowering feeling. So I like I love the position that I'm in. Um but I mean I definitely think about like other things and other projects and I definitely have other passions than David. Yeah. <laughs> but um It's no, almost I'm...
1: like David Dobrik LLC is a vehicle through which you can express your skills and abilities as an independent intelligent successful business person. Right, totally. And then on the other side of it you do have like you know the millions of fans and stuff but what i think i was hoping to hear but mm-hmm. is going to be the goal of 2020 is to get natalie on the maximum 100 list
2: oh god i've been saying
1: that for a long time <laughs> i forgot we were about talking that. about this the other night. i don't even know if the maximum hot 100
0: list is as big of a list as it used to be <laughs> when we were younger but natalie could totally get on it
1: are there are there like things like like I think that that's such a cool thing to want to do. And I would like I feel like that's such a cool project. <laughs> of course. You
2: bring little horny boys no, over here. I mean, it's just like it's like one of those. It's
1: like being on like GQ, like men of the year or something. Like, totally. It's just like a nice traditional media recognition where it's like. Sure, you can go to New York and have like, the screaming fans outside 368, whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like a cool thing that you can get to do. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's other Natalie uh, vanity projects that you'd want. Or right. a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie, you, are, you are very qualified. <laughs> 30 uh, under 30.
2: Forbes, Forbes 30 under 30. Believe you
1: for that. But yeah, the like, that would be... Were you in Forbes 30 under 30?
2: No. God, no. Why would I be in Forbes 30 under 30? I don't, because
1: <laughs> you're Natalie and Noelle on Instagram. <laughs> you guys
2: are holding me to the highest regard, which I appreciate. I, mean, but... man, I don't
0: think the Maxim Hot 100 has come out this year. <laughs> It hasn't Ooh.
2: I don't But it, it Well because we were, We had a very long Discussion about this The other night Us yeah. three Who
1: Me Us three. Oh no it was me You and Ella I think or...
2: No Matt Was oh, part I, of it I, I think For I was a little
1: bit okay, I was
0: worried You were already Plotting this with David Oh no 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 Because I suggested This to David like I know, like a year ago but
2: <laughs> <go on. laughs> I just would like uh, to see it
0: <laughs> not the picture of you like in hot 100 just the whole just, just, just knowing getting that you happened. in the magazine yeah right, right, going right. through the
1: process hearing their interview questions like yeah. and then so buying funny. the magazine flipping to page 32 like... it's
0: just seeing Natalie in it so, <laughs> so <laughs> funny
2: <laughs> there's definitely uh, Maxim Hot 100 would be great Forbes 30 or 30 would be even better um I would love there's a lot of things and I I also I also find that there's a lot of like when David and I do things together whether he likes it or not there's like a lot of um power that comes with that like and whether that's in like numbers of sales or just like you know the impact that it has when we do things together because it's just having like a male and a female you cover like all your bases you know and um and that's you know powerful in and of itself and I think that there's a lot of projects like there's a lot of David projects but there also is like projects that him and i can do together that are more so mine that I, are my creative and things that i want to get done um but it's just amplified when we do it together you know so we'll see i don't know maybe something maybe we'll think of something and it'll be awesome and you guys will see it sometime soon but i don't know
0: do you miss iron man
2: oh my god my dog well not really my dog not at really all. Your but- dog not-, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I literally have like, uh, there was a, a brand that sent me a PR package and they put a Polaroid of me and Iron Man like my Instagram picture in the PR package. And I still have it it's like in my bathroom. Cause like, it's so, she's so cute. But I, I actually, we got her back for a day cause I know the owner and the owner actually said like, she'll take her for hikes and walks and stuff. And she'd be like, Oh my God, is that Iron Man Like David Nally's dog. Like people recognize the dog just from like our, you know, things. Whoa. Yeah. Fam- famous, famous cool. little doggy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, um, we took her for the day just to like see what it was like and just see her like grown up. She's like size now, not a puppy. And I was so thankful that I didn't have a dog. It's just so much work. Cause like now that was like during quarantine, the start of it, and we were mm-hmm. literally doing nothing. And now things have started to pick up a little more and like where I'm actually working more and like having to leave the house, um, and like get things done. And it was like impossible because like she's a good dog. She's pretty chill, but I just you just like worry if she's like peeing in the house or taking a shit. And like God forbid she she took a shit right in David's room like that day. And, Oof. Yeah, I
1: mean he had it coming. He yeah, definitely he had it
2: coming.
0: <laughs> I was getting some cat fever though the other night. <laughs> cat fever. Cat like, fever. Like I want I want a cat. <laughs> mm. I really do. I want to get a Scottish Fold. What's that? They're like the cute ones with like the little Aww. folded ears. Like Taylor Swift always yeah, yeah, has yeah. a bunch of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They're really sweet. And I know someone who's like selling one, but oh, Patricia's allergic. Mm. But there's that shot well, though, there apparently goes that you can, <laughs> what?
2: I said, well, there goes that.
0: <laughs> but there's apparently a shot that you can take. That doesn't make you allergic anymore
2: you're gonna shoot up patricia just so you can have a cat
0: um yeah i would i had
1: some friends who dm'd me and said that they had the shot done and it was like the best decision ever i mean matt's all about the medical community now he got the lasik surgery done he cured right. his psoriasis he's mike doing... are you gonna get lasik probably not you were so close to getting it know, right after i got it i know it but done. it's so scary to me still why because they have you seen what they do
2: Yeah, but like they run a
1: they run a meat slicer over your eye, and then lift it, lift off the flap, shoot a laser in it, and then put the flap back. And your vision is healed. I know, but like, what if you sneeze?
2: I mean, you you won't. You're knocked out. You took a
1: a
0: Valium. Like your your threshold of sneezing (laughs) (laughs) and twitching around is at its bare minimum. I know. I just
1: need a little bit more time to marinate on it. Like I know Joe just got it too. You just got it. Like. Well, you wear glasses a lot, you don't put
0: in contacts. The idea of contacts were kind of grossing me out for a while. I don't like it. I wish I could
1: just see, but but you like wearing glasses. Yeah,
2: I love my glasses.
1: You need glasses now. Well yeah. What, I... what do you mean by that? <laughs> she will she'll, she'll like when we're like hanging out, she'll be like, Wait, what does that say? And then it's like you like I'm you, squinting. Yeah, I squint
2: you, all the time. Like you
1: have vision that requires glasses to be worn more than you wear them. I know. I don't because know how you go, you what?
2: I'll I'll just like forget them around the house and I'll just try to squint my way through everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. Like she squinting, should be wearing them. Squinting but... through life. Yeah. <laughs> the Natalie Maradona story. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, oh, I do have a question for Natalie. Mm. Okay. Um, what is your favorite part of your job?
2: Mm. My favorite part of my job, the variety. I think like... Uh, aside from like doing the, like David has done a really good job of transitioning himself from like influencer world. Like he kind of dips in traditional and digital. And, uh, so we get like a taste, like we were on, we did, he did the Nickelodeon show last year and we were on set every day of Nickelodeon, just a huge network. Um, and that was like a really cool experience. And then we do the typical Instagram, we do the YouTube videos. We have the merchandise, which is my, that's actually one of my favorite parts is the merchandise. So I love like creating, I basically have taken over clickbait and David's Mm -hmm. vlog and the whole fanjoy thing. And, um, I send them all the designs and I go back and forth with them and we critique and we, we edit and we do the colorways and it's just like, it's so much fun and like fashion is like what I love. So clickbait, the merch, all that stuff is probably one of my more favorite things that I get to do. But yeah, this is the variety because we just do so much. Yeah, you're not
1: sitting in an office with the same three people every single day doing the same thing, right? When you think back on like stunts or like giveaways or something or trips that you've taken what are the things that you think back on of like oh that was the best
0: hold on let me ask that question okay i was just about to ask it go for it is that okay yeah yeah yeah. now when you think back on uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all the stunts and giveaways welcome back to plagiarism
1: with men and- <laughs> uh which part of that you're like damn that was great Wait, are you gonna are you, are you gonna get your voice asking that, or you want to leave that like that? I think it's kind of funny how okay. it
0: sounds because right when, <laughs> right when you started asking that question, I wanted to ask it.
1: So,
2: are you going to keep that in that you took his question?
1: I just need to know how I'm going to cut this. It's not took the question. <laughs> I just I you mean, wanted you to make literally it clear that you were wanted. You asked the question
0: too. Pretty much. And you had just said it. So <laughs> <laughs> no, this is funny. Keep it in. But yeah, I was just about to ask that question. Mike. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right.
2: Well, uh, to answer both of your questions, <laughs> um, <laughs> my fav- I can tell you like hands down, my least favorite bit that we've ever done. Oh yeah, um, and that one's just so memorable because I I think I literally was like, it was the U-Haul bit that we did. I fucking hated the U-Haul bits with the life of me.
1: With the swimming pool in it that was sliding back and forth. So there like Oof. there was
2: there was multiple of them. And just like getting the U-Haul, like I'm underage, so I have to like you you have to get a driver, and like I had to call Jason. It's a whole like logistical thing, and then getting all the materials and David would always like wake up in the morning and be like, I want to do a U-Haul bit today. So I just had to, it was very like crunch time and, and chaotic. Um, and there's a lot of moving parts with that. But the one in particular that I hated was um, we set up like a dining, a dining table, like a dinner set inside and the boys were eating. I think it was like Todd, Scott, Jason, David were all having, they were having dinner inside the U-Haul and I was driving it. And, <sighs> Um, it was just like, he wanted, he wanted tables and chairs and he wanted everything like under 500 bucks or something like that. So I had to go to like all the different Goodwills around here and like by the U-Haul, I was like lifting tables and chairs into the back of this U-Haul. I had to find the right China, the right um like breakable glassware and then everything I had to fill it up with milk and cereal so then I set up the thing everyone came in we had our dinner I gunned it with the U-Haul I stopped everything went flying blah 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 and now the U-Haul has got like shattered glass everywhere real glass or like you know ceramic oh, yeah ceramics, oh my yeah and milk milk's dripping from the ceiling <laughs> and i'm at like everyone get i load everybody off the u-haul and everyone goes back inside and like you know takes a shower and goes on with their day and i'm sitting outside it's like the middle of summer it's like 100 degrees and it just smells like rotten like warm milk and i'm sitting there for like two hours just like scrubbing it clean because you can't bring it back with milk and smelling bad and this is
0: pre-tailored you could you could have called me i would have came and helped but it's my job
2: it's my Uh, job (laughs) it would have helped but (laughs) just and everyone was just like they, everyone was coming in and out of the house like i was just it, it wasn't anybody's fault like it's my job i had to clean it up but it was just like everyone was coming inside of the house in and out like getting their postmates and their fucking chipotle sandwiches and shit and i was just like scrubbing away at this milky glass u-haul and i just like I hated it. It just felt like I felt like Cinderella, and uh-huh. you know,
1: everyone's walking in, having a good time, going to the pool, yeah. cracking white claws, and that's your scrub and milk vet. <laughs> you poured, and then you drove the car to you, did, you right. made the mess, and then you had to clean it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so. that's that's the bottom.
2: That's the bottom. Um,
1: what's what's the, what's the, the, the tip of the top? I want to pick.
2: I want to pick one that's not cliche because like my cliche answer is when David and Lorraine got married.
1: Oh, oh I yeah. wouldn't even think of that one. I would think of when you got like one of your cars
2: i mean those are <laughs> <laughs> fuck fuck mike i should have said that i <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, no, know th- those are like those are great but like there's a different like emotional feeling when like something else has happened like i mean i love my cars obviously um
1: was there a lot i don't know much about this lorraine thing can you d- dive into that oh david mary jason's i know but I, I like i don't know what went into that or like what the- okay
2: that was like I mean, everything was a secret so nobody even knew, no one had even known that I think that we left LA. So we did everything in like three days. And um, it was just so funny. Like it was just David and I like going to propose to his new wife (laughs) in Boston. (laughs) And so I remember like we flew to Boston overnight and we landed and we had to go get, we had to get him like a little suit. So we went to the mall, like in Lorraine's town in like Newbury, Massachusetts. And, um, uh, we got him like a cheap little, like $50 tux from like TJ Maxx or certain suit, whatever. And we got her, we went to like, you know, those vending carts in the mall with like the fake huge diamond rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We bought her a diamond ring and we bought her some flowers and everywhere we went, David was like, I'm proposing to my wife today. <laughs> 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 and it was just like, so it was like such good vibes and spirits. And like Lorraine is such a positive energy. And so we went to her place, we proposed to her she was beyond confused and did you give her a heads up or no well so we told her we we're like hey we mailed you a little gift it's going to be coming in the mail today around 4 p.m because that was when we were getting there and um we got there we got to her place and we told her and she literally had um like an hour maybe 30 minutes to an hour to like pack up her stuff so we could get on our flight to vegas to like go get
1: them the at yeah. 4 p.m being david being david yeah. asking her to marry him right okay
2: so we showed up at her door, like four, and, and I was like, hey, I think the package is delivered, like check out front, just don't wanna make sure it doesn't get stolen. So she came out front and David was there. And um, she packed up her stuff and she thought it was hilarious that like we were gonna mess around with Jason. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and we took her, we got we went to Vegas um, and we went to the Little White Chapel, which is where uh, Joe Jonas and Sophia Turner got married very famous little little church in vegas and um we tried on wedding dresses i tried on like a bunch of like uh flower girl dresses (laughs) and they have they have like all this like they you go upstairs to the chapel and they have stock of just wedding dresses every size tuxes of every size flower girl whatever whatever you need and we got like the whole pack it was just such a funny thing like it just was like so surreal and
1: absurd and just so good
0: energy how many weddings is that place doing a day
2: Tons, and they're known for. They have like a drive-through thing, so you can drive through, get you know ordained or whatever, literally in your car, and then
0: be off. Where is it in Vegas? In Vegas, yeah, and it's a hundred percent legit though.
2: Yeah, it's legit. Well, we had to go. You have to go to the courthouse first. So we went to the courthouse and I remember like we were all, we were so <laughs> David's like accounting team or whatever was like, you better get a prenup. And we're like, this woman is not going to take all of his money and yeah. run. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you never know. But it's just like, it was just so funny. And it was such a thing. And they were, everybody on like his team was just like, this is, this is insane. I can't believe you're doing this. And we're like, it's literally Lorraine's like a little 75 year old woman. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but so then we, we did that and, they got married and we rushed to the plane and we took a first class. We all flew to Hawaii for the honeymoon. And we, we, that was like through the night as well. We woke up in Hawaii and we went kayaking. We went to a luau. We went to dinner. We went to another dinner at David Sarah place. And um, we just did so many things in like such a short little span of time. And I was just like amazed that we got it all done i don't know it was really fun though
1: i want to rewatch that video now I, I think i only saw it like the one day it came out i don't know if i've seen I it i remember on. yeah you guys kept it
0: such a mystery from us and it wasn't until I, you were already in hawaii or you had just got married mm-hmm. we all found out right and we could not believe i it. mean it's, yeah. it's an amazing brilliant bit to yeah. do so
2: good so good
0: and doesn't he show the video to Jason of it all happening. Yeah. So and yeah. he like, oh, it's such a good vlog. Yeah.
2: He confronted Jason with like the papers and being like, <laughs> I'm your daddy, bitch. <laughs> um, but so uh, that was a good one. I don't know. Do you miss it? I definitely miss the chaos. And this is actually, Taylor and I talk about this a lot because we were just running around doing so many things. And now we're still, we're still busy, but it's a different kind of busy. Um, but I don't know. It's like, I miss it and I don't because it was really stressful and it's definitely something that's like it'll you'll burn out eventually. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like that YouTuber burnout that they always talk about. Um, But I do miss it because it like the sense of like, even like when we were posting three times a week and that was like just when David, it was just David and I doing everything. And I don't know how the, I don't know how the hell we got that done. Like, I don't know how, it's just, like, you have to be... It's, like, go, 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 go. And, like, we're we're going from the Antonians to uh, the, the, the boys' house to our house to the car. It's just, like, so many... It's just all day long, like, constantly. And... But, I mean, I think, like, David and I are probably, like, the healthiest, contrary to the whole pandemic thing going on right now, but, like, the healthiest we've ever been because we're, like, resting and we're sane, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So...
3: Yeah.
1: When you're in that mindset of it has to happen, and especially someone like David, like he has that mindset of there is no option. It's just happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like the first one of the first times when you guys had a tour and it might have been like 2017. Yeah. Um, One of the nights you guys came to New York when I was still living there for the tour. David was filming stuff and then we were at like an event or something. And he was like, oh, I got to go back to my hotel room because I got to upload tonight. And it was like two in the morning yeah. and i was like oh, yeah. i was like what do you mean you have to upload tonight just upload it tomorrow he's like no i don't go to sleep until i upload yeah and i was like what and he's like yeah if you want to come like you can watch me edit and then i went <laughs> with him that was the first time we ever like worked like edited anything together mm-hmm. and we stayed up until 7 30 in the morning and i and i just like it, it is super fun to do that but like he was like i'm i will not go to sleep until this is uploaded mm-hmm. and i was like okay let's let's see how you do this and then he just for five hours after a full day a tour Mm -hmm. events and then sits down and opens the laptop and doesn't go to bed and that was three nights a week like that mentality I think when when you're in it you don't realize how insane it is and now you probably have a little bit more perspective of like totally how the you know and it was only the two of you and Mm -hmm. it was just like I
2: remember when I first started I gave David the cutoff of 10 p.m. I was like and I thought that was like, okay, stop texting me and calling me at 10 p.m. But like, right. that was like, we're going to edit up until 10 p.m. And you can leave right at 10 p.m. At
0: 10 p.m.?
2: But then that was like, <laughs> right, right, right. That was like nice. Yeah. And then it just started inching. Then it was midnight. We're like, okay, we have to get the vlog up by midnight. Yeah. And then it was like, we have to get it up before sunrise, <laughs> you know? And then so. there were
1: some days we would get it up at like 2 a.m. On like Saturday when it was a Friday vlog because mm-hmm. he was just editing. We didn't get home from silo rancher, whatever until right. four in the morning and then he'd edit until two in the afternoon yeah and like i'd come at like eight thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and edit until 2 p.m and like that's friday's vlog is he just didn't go right. to sleep until it was uploaded but yeah it's crazy it's a little bit different now i guess
2: yeah just a little bit
1: <laughs> well we're all excited to see what what happens next natalie
2: yeah me too i'm
1: very excited <laughs> um is there anything you want to like plug promote share enlighten um... us about
2: not really i mean i have an instagram you guys can follow me on instagram if you want <laughs> um that's about it people
0: are you gonna start a podcast
2: no i i have like i mean i'm on like i do the views podcast with jason and david and yeah. i feel like i'm like the honorary uh, third host. daily mm-hmm. guest or yeah, yeah third co-host or whatever um which is i have fun doing that with them but no i don't have time to do my own podcast
0: did you have fun today
2: yeah, I love talking. Like I could talk, and that's what David. David always gets kind of annoyed when we're doing the like, views podcast. Sorry, we're talking for a long time, but because um, I'll just talk, I'll just keep talking and talking and rambling, and he'll be like, he likes everything very like short and concise. Like get the story done and have like twenty eight stories in one podcast, you know. And um, but Jason and I will just ramble.
0: I think so. you're a natural.
2: Thank you. Will
0: um, you come back once we have a video version?
2: Sure. I'd love to be on
0: video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Natalie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, guys, make sure you follow Natalie on our Instagram and wherever else. Keep a lookout for her is.
1: appearance on Maxim Hot 100 2020. <laughs> <laughs> or Forbes under 30. 30 Wait, under 30. The Pulitzer Prize. Everyth- all of it. It's coming Natalie's way.
0: Do you have fun?
2: Okay. Yeah, it's so much fun. That's all that matters. Awesome. <laughs> thank you
0: guys for listening.